Welcome to Two Chit Chat Chicks. I'm Leia, a Canadian gal who calls Beijing home, but is presently sheltering in a 900 square foot condo in Madison, Wisconsin, with their main man and two loud teenage daughters from whom there is no escaping. And I'm Edie, a middle school reading specialist, blogger, and greeting card artist. I live in the Midwest with two teens, a tween, and an overweight cat. Like always, we'll be sharing chit-chat tips and tricks. This week we have movement and beauty. We will gather around the campfire to chat about burning topics. How to host a grandma party. And of course, we'll have our chit-chat challenge of the week. In our chit-chat tips and tricks segment, we share things that make our lives just a little bit happier or better. What do you have for us this week, Edie? Well, Leia, in May when I started wearing my sleeveless dresses and tank tops, I noticed my upper (laughs) arms needed some extra love. (laughs) They were getting a bat wing vibe. Can you relate? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you actually told me about the lazy dancer on YouTube. Well, sadly, not because I've actually done any of her exercises, but because my in-shape sister, Nicole, recommended her to me. Oh, well, thank you, Nicole. After my jog, I do a quick arm workout with the lazy dancer. She has workouts where you can sit down and work your arms and workouts where you stand up and involve both your arms and legs. Oh. I've been doing the videos for a couple of weeks and my arms are definitely more toned on top, mm-hmm. but I'm sad to say they seem even more wobbly <laughs> on the bottom. No. But since I am seeing improvement on top, I'm going to continue waving my arms around with the lazy dancer. And maybe I'll even do my exercises while we record. Oh, please stop. <laughs> <laughs> I am not jumping onto the lazy dance train because, as I told you in the last episode, I'm a flowy Stevie Nicks kind of dresser, and I like to buy long-sleeved tunics from thrift stores, like I'm wearing right now. Right now. (laughs) Okay, so no need to tone those bingo wings just yet. What are bingo wings? Oh, you know, when you dab when you're playing bingo in church basements, you know, and your your arms flap a bit? Bingo wings. Because you're dabbing madly? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Anyway, if I can cover them up, I will. Though I do aspire to get onto the lazy dancer uh, train. (laughs) Choo-choo! One of these days. Okay. Um... I am starting to see the wisdom behind your flowy sleeves. Um, Less lazy dancer and more iced vanilla lattes. Right? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, I actually had another tip prepared that I had to retract after some experimentation this week. Uh, And that was lipstick in place of rouge. You know, no one says rouge anymore, but I'm just going to pretend you're in the vein of the grandma party. (laughs) Okay. Pot of rouge. (laughs) Pot of rouge. No, lipstick in place of blush. Blush. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my thought was, why pay twice? When I brought this up, however, there was a violent reaction from both Edie and my daughter Charlotte. And so they did a test to prove me wrong. Let's listen in. So we're going to try our long-lasting lipstick. 
No, it's a long-lasting, super-stay matte ink. It's okay. the thing you recommended on Yes, yeah. yes. So we are going to try this as a blush because I am convinced that you do not need blush if you've got lipstick. Just use your lipstick as blush. So we are going to give this a go right now. A little dot on Edie's right cheek. A little dot. Not by her nose. What are you doing? Oh, that's... That's an interesting, but could you put my blush a little higher on my <laughs> cheekbones, please? You're actually going to, but Charlotte, that lipstick doesn't erase. So if you put it on your brush, it'll never leave your brush. Don't it'll use your brush. It'll never leave my cheeks. Who cares about your oh, brush? Oh, I can't put too much. I can't put too much on. Oh, my God. Uh-oh. Edie's a clown. Oh, it looks like you have a rash. Yeah. Well, get the makeup wipes. Okay, okay BRB. I'm just not even going to look okay. until it's Don't done. Look. Okay. Do I hear a campfire? Do I hear a campfire tune? Fire's burning, fire's burning. Draw nearer, draw nearer. In the glowing, in the glowing. Come sing and be merry. <laughs> it's time for Campfire Chat. Today, we are going to throw a three-part grandma party. Well, you came up with this idea, Edie, so tell us what it's about. Both of my wonderful grandmothers have passed, but that doesn't mean they are forgotten. So, before COVID quarantine happened, I came up with the idea of hosting a grandma party. I would invite some girlfriends over and ask them to bring their grandma's favorite food to share with the group. Um, they would also bring an item that reminds them of their grandma mm -hmm. and a video clip of their grandma's favorite movie or TV show. Love it. Since COVID prohibits me from having a group over, we thought that we would just host the grandma party on the podcast. Yay! Well, I cannot think of a finer thing to do during this time than to have a party that honors our grandmas and gives us something to celebrate. Today, for me, it is all about my grandma, Edie. Leah, this may surprise you, but we were known as the two Edies. Oh. Which of your grandmas do we get to partay with today? We will be partaying with my grandma Rempel today. I grew up on the same street that she lived on uh, in a little yellow house with my grandpa next to the homestead they moved into when they emigrated from the Ukraine via Germany. I spent many blissful days of my childhood in that house with my beloved Oma and Opa Rempel. So many Sundays we were there feasting with my cousins and aunts and uncles and so much food, pierogies or vareniki as it was called in low German, borscht, zweibach and platz, which is a German <laughs> Mennonite kind of bready cake with plums and streusel on top. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm, -mm, -mm. Grandma-approved right? food. Yeah. Well, I spent a lot of time in the evening playing games with my grandma, Edie, we played Scrabble, Rummy Cube, and Beat Your Neighbor. Mid-evening, Grandma would set out snacks. A favorite was Mountain Dew and cheese balls. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a long time since I ate or drank anything fluorescent green and orange. But what the heck? We're going to have some snacks, Leia. Let's do it. Here we go okay. with our cheese ball. Hear that crackle? I've got the bowl ready. Yes, and she would not just like serve it out of the bag oh those are orange <laughs> put them in a beautiful bowl she'd put them in a bowl okay and then 
Got you can em. get your um, Mountain Dew and your mug. Okay. You always served it in a mug, she, she did? Yes. She poured it into her Bob White Red Wing um, mug. Are we really drinking out of the same mugs that yes. your grandma would yes. use? We wow. Are. This is really Mountain an honor. Dew. Okay. Look at that color. <laughs> oh, wow. You know, okay, fun fact. I have never tasted Mountain Dew. This will be a first for me. All right. Well, take okay. a sip. Okay, I'm scared. <laughs> you should be. It smells. Oh, I don't mm. know. It smells a little. It smells toxic. fun. Fun. It, it smells like a gas station. <laughs> like you know, I'm getting petrol or something. <laughs> oh, needs ice. Well, it was chilled. Hmm. Isn't this, this has a lot of caffeine in it, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't taste caffeinated. It's kind of good. Yeah. Okay, let's try it with the cheese puff. A puff. A nice long puff. But these, I couldn't find the, she got the cheese balls in like a big oh, I love those plastic container. Okay. But at um, Target, they didn't have them. So this is the Cheetos cheese puff. Yeah. <laughs> Melt in mm. your mouth. It's oh just my. like pure chemicals. Butter. It's like mm -hmm. butter. Mm -hmm. The orange fingers. Oh, I'm looking. It's good. Mm. It's okay. good. Okay, I need one more. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> There's a lot of a lot of sounds happening in this episode. All mm. right. Mm. Well, okay. um, Leah, did you bring some grandma-approved snacks? Well, as well. Hang on. Let me just lick my fingers here and take a sip of my Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> so we can talk. Hmm. They dry your mouth out a bit, don't they? They do. Well, okay. My sister and I were trying to remember, yesterday we were on the phone, uh, trying to remember what kinds of snacks our Grandma Rempel kept in the house. And we actually couldn't come up with much. There was usually some of this dry plots I just talked about, this German dry fruity cake. <laughs> sounds good. Uh -huh. uh, sitting on the dryer in her utility room. And there was something called Gerüchte Zweibach, which is basically dried out toasted buns. Like croutons? Well, more like maybe the Mennonite version of Melba toast. Hmm. But we couldn't recall any store-bought snacks ever in the house. She was super frugal, my Grandma Rumpel, and always prided herself on making everything from scratch. The usual grocery list was sugar, flour, stuff for making, for the makings of borscht and buns, tetli tea bags, nesti, which unfortunately we couldn't find before the taping of this episode, and I don't know, not much else that I can think of. Hmm. But I did bring along stewed tomatoes and a couple of teaspoons, because in her later years, stewed tomatoes were one of my grandmother's guilty pleasures. <laughs> You can imagine stewed tomatoes making you feel guilty. I'll tell you more about that coming up. Ooh, we'll be looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. What about your grandma? Well, let's talk about my grandma and TV. Okay. My grandma Edie worked really hard during the day, and she was always like mowing and edging her yard, mm. watering her tomatoes, grocery shopping, washing windows. But her day always ended at 4.30 sharp. So that's when she would take off her shoes and head to the den. I just remembered that she had very narrow feet. <laughs> <laughs> very narrow. That just came to you? That just came to me. Okay. 
So this was her time to stretch out on the couch and enjoy your favorite TV show. I'm going to give you a little hint to see if you can guess what it is. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Do you know? You should see her face and her little hands just <laughs> clenched. I think that it's, is it People's Court? It is. <laughs> she was a huge Wapner fan. And she really liked how real he got with the people. And then she would stay tuned for the five o'clock eyewitness news, which was, you know, to a 10-year-old, a total snore zone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, do you remember this theme? Really dramatic piano playing. <laughs> and then the edge of night. <laughs> How did that piano go? <laughs> Maybe we'll put in a real clip there so you don't need to hear me pretending to be a piano. But when I was a little girl, my grandma could never miss her, I think it was 3 p.m. edge of night viewing. (laughs) She was a little embarrassed by this addiction and grandpa was usually out in the barn during this time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so she, it was perfect timing, right? And when I was a little older, she would brew us each a cup of sweet nest tea and we'd watch it together. I think it was one of grandma's guiltiest pleasures. Until... Until what? Well, here's where we're going to crack open those stewed tomatoes <laughs> I was telling you about earlier. Okay. Oh. Edie, you do the honors with the can opener. Now, and would I'll you keep... heat these up and put them in a pretty bowl? Oh, no, 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 no. No? No. So you just crack open those stewed tomatoes, one each, okay? <laughs> one and each. And let me, let me tell you what... <laughs> what we're gonna do okay so when grandma was a lot older and edge of night had long since gone out of syndication my grandma got into the habit of watching walker texas ranger i know this was the chuck norris vehicle where he saves everything at the end of an incredibly violent episode with a few karate kicks So she always apologized for how violent it was, but whenever I was over, she would crack open two cans of stewed tomatoes, one for each of us, and we'd go at them with teaspoons while being completely enthralled by Chuck Norris's antics. I have to tell you, I'm just a little sickened. By the smell of the stewed tomatoes. No, come on, they're gonna go well with the with the cheese puffs. And where, the cheese puffs and the Mountain Dew. Where where are the teaspoons? Here. Okay. Here, here I'll take the red one, you take the bamboo So one. you would just eat All them right, out yeah, of the yeah, can? Yeah, just grandma loved these. Really? And I did too. Yum. Okay, see notice little green peppers and onions. <laughs> oh. Long. That brings So good. <laughs> That brings back a whole lot of memories. Oh, beautiful. Mm. Mm. No, seriously, good, right? Do you no. like them? No, I, I do well. <laughs> <laughs> you are the person who drinks chicken broth instead of coffee, so. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have one more. Look at this big. Oh, that's a honker. That's a honker of a tomato. I'm going to shove this <laughs> in 
my gullet and then we'll get on. No, I'm not going to eat it. I'm just going to save that for later. And I'm gonna you have really cheese... want to like savor it. Yeah, I do. I have yeah. a cheese puff right now and then let's get on with the show, okay? Mm. All, All right. right. So that completely covers our grandmas <laughs> and their snacking and TV shows. I don't know about completely, but a good start, right? It's a good start. They may have had guilty pleasures they never shared with their granddaughters. <laughs> So let's go on, though, to objects that remind us of our grandmothers. All right. The object I brought is a card my grandma sent me. Oh. She, and I have it right here in my little hands. She had beautiful handwriting, and grandma took card buying very seriously. And she spent a lot of time standing in front of all the cards and reading verses. Oh yeah. My grandma too, right? That was a big thing. So important. Do you read them these days? Like, do you actually read what's inside the card? Yes. Okay. I don't. Well then cards from you won't have as much meaning. No, 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 no. I read what the person has written. Of course. I love that. But, but the sentiment, the, the odd little poem, which I'm suspecting you'll (laughs) read in a moment. Those were never too meaningful to me. Oh, no, I, I I take them very seriously. Okay. Like your grandma. So go ahead then. Mm -hmm. And I have saved all the cards that my grandma has sent me. And I read them from time to time, and perhaps my love of greedy cards started with Grandma. Right? I bet it did. Do you want me to read the verse? I do. I hope you don't mind if I eat while you read. No, no, no. It has a picture of a, um, a white cat, mm-hmm. and it says, For you, granddaughter, on your birthday. It's a large card, it's too. A, bigger, yeah. Like bigger than your head. Like old, and she paid three ninety five for it. No way! Wow, and she would have had to have had a large envelope, a large extra postage. Mm. Yeah, this is more than a card costs at Prairie Girl Greetings. Well, there you go. There you go. Go to Prairie okay. Girl Greetings. Let me read this poem to wish you a wonderful birthday, one you'll enjoy from the start, and to tell you you're thought of so often. With the love that comes from the heart. heart. Happy birthday, love, Grandma And I noticed there's a lot of, she actually did some personal writing in there too. She did. A nice long note. A nice long note. Um, Your mom said Pete has a Cadillac. Good for him. (laughs) (laughs) Pete's my brother. That's another story. That's funny. Oh, Mm -hmm. sweet. What did you bring to share? Well, I didn't bring anything because I don't have anything here in Madison. But I do have a memory of a collection of objects in my grandmother's linen closet that I think she probably hid from my grandpa. And it was just this big collection of... It was a big collection of old magazines, Mm. and I think they spanned back many, many years. And in Canada, some of our our big magazines, women's magazines, were Chatelaine, which incidentally, fun fact, has been uh, going since 1928 and still is in production today. So we had Chatelaine and another magazine called Flair, and then she had another magazine, or 
probably quite a few more, but one I remember like akin to a Women's Weekly that mm. you would find in, in the States, but maybe it had a different name. But this magazine in particular had tons of tips and tricks in it. Ooh. I loved them, right? Maybe that's where <laughs> the idea came from for the podcast. Start our tips and tricks. But that was where I first learned this very, very handy phrase that my children even use to this day, which is lefty loosey, righty tidy. Oh. Right? So when you open a, um, when you're trying to open a jar or something and you can't figure out which way to go, lefty loosey, righty tidy. Good tip. <laughs> you know, I know. And the other thing was I got inspired from one of her magazines to make little tidbits with cubes of cheese and sausage chunks on toothpicks. Oh my goodness. Oh, right. So when I would go over there on sick days and sit on the puffy bed in the in the guest bedroom and read these magazines and my grandma would serve me her hot nesty and <laughs> these really dry peppermint cookies she made and I would just pour over these magazines. And to this day I am a huge lover of magazines. And maybe it's because of those times with my grandma's magazines from the linen closet. And what about more substantial food? Well, yeah, we know your grandma loved her cheese balls and Mountain Dew for snacking. What else did she have up her sleeve in the cooking department? She was known for her pies. Ooh. Bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. That's not good. <laughs> okay, let's carry on here. In fact, she baked me a sour cream and raisin pie every year for my birthday because I don't really like cake. But sour cream and raisin? Yes, it was delicious. Okay. She always complained that the crust wasn't quite right. Mostly, she said the crust was too tough. Pies are hard. Well. They're tricky. I don't really know a good pie crust from a bad pie crust, and often I just won't eat it because that's a lot of calories, you know, <laughs> and it's not that good. Yeah. But anyway, another thing about Grandma Edie and her pies is that we would eat pie for breakfast. That is the best. And you know what that reminds me of? Hmm. Farmer boy, Almanzo oh, and his family. into pie. Those breakfasts, they oh. had, they had the equivalent of a Weston buffet, Sunday buffet. Every, I could not believe the descriptions of breakfast in Farmer mm. Boy blow me away, but there were always pies. For breakfast? For breakfast. Oh. Yeah. Well, for me, it had to be the borscht. Most people know about beet borscht, which is the most ubiquitous of the borscht's, but it's not the one I grew up with in my Mennonite background. We had something called Grüner Borscht or Sommerborscht. Hmm. And it was made not with beets, but with beet roots or Swiss chard. And instead of, uh, instead of the actual beets, and my grandma made it with barley, potatoes, farmer sausage. And at the end, she would add buttermilk and loads of dill. So good. And it was beloved by all of her children and grandchildren. She would make these big vats of it and store it in mason jars for the lucky grandchildren to take home after a visit. And let me tell you, it was fresh and zingy. And then you would enrich it with chopped hard-boiled eggs as you're eating it. You would just like slice them in there. So good. <laughs> and it was just full of green stuff. My kids have actually taken to calling it weed soup. <laughs> 
And you can see it's very much a peasant soup, right? Made out of what was available at the time in the Ukraine. But for us, it became the stuff of legend, a meal of the highest class. What was probably a meal made out of frugality and perhaps even desperation mm -hmm. became really a family favorite. Well, I am so excited to try weed soup, Leah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it will pair well with this sour cream raisin pie. <laughs> it's time for the Chit Chat Challenge. Hey, last week we talked about how we were going to up our pandemic game. How did it go for you, Edie? Not so good. Not so good. I was no. going to start watching documentaries with my kids, and that was a big fail because we didn't, unless you <laughs> count Survivor Season 27 as a documentary. Let's do that. <laughs> I still think it's a good goal, and I'm going to try again this week. Great. And you, Leah, you were going to finish Bill Bryson's At Home, right? Yes, I was. Yes, I was. Last week, I believe I erroneously called it Home. It's At Home. Uh, and I'm getting there. Right now, I'm on a chapter titled The Fuse Box. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds gripping. Well, it's more interesting than it seems. <laughs> well, it's time for this week's challenge. Okay, here it is. Make something your grandma would have made and share it. Also, share a recipe and a photo on the coop. Maybe we could go back to those early days of the pandemic when we were baking things and leaving them on people's porches and driving away. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. I am definitely going to make a sour cream and raisin pie. Okay. Though I'm not sure about the homemade crust because then I would need to buy a rolling pin mm -hmm. and store it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't been able to locate grandma's actual recipe, but I found um, one from A Taste of Home that I'm going to use. That's on the internet? That is on the internet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm going to make you some of my grandma's famous Gruner Borscht. No! Yes, I am. And I highly recommend the website Mennonite Girls Can Cook for recipes from the old country. Oh, that sounds so fun. Mm -hmm. We also have an advanced challenge this week for all you overachievers mm. and Hermione's. <laughs> and it's to host your own grandma party. Oh, wow. Well, you might need more than a week to get that together. And you might need to get past this pandemic first. But it's something to aspire to, for sure. Well, it sure didn't take us long to throw together these cans of tomatoes and cheese balls. Can't wait for this episode to be over so we can devour them all. Also, there will be another grandma party closer to Christmas, and we'll highlight our other grandmas and their recipes. Yes. So, that's it for episode four of the Two Chit Chat Chicks. You can reach us personally at twochitchatchicks at gmail.com. And also check out our blogs. <laughs> Mine is littleranchhouseontheprairie.blogspot.com. I hope you'll be talking about Almanzo's <laughs> breakfast soon. <laughs> Ooh, yum, yum. Okay. And mine is newstarteveryday.blogspot.com. So watch for us every Tuesday. Remember, if you like the podcast, please share the link with your chit-chat chicks and roosters. We appreciate your support. And 
helping to get the word out there. Yes. And we would love it if you could review and write us a comment on iTunes. Yes, please. Well, that's it for the week. Join us next week when we unveil the next Chit Chat Chicks Challenge because it is big. Ooh, it is. Okay, thanks to our producer Charlotte and to the many chicks and roosters who have been crowing at the Facebook coop. Bye-bye. See you next Tuesday. Bye.